Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You don't make friends with salad, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Rabble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Cavill's here. Uh, Luke Moore's to his right. All right. Pete Donaldson's to his right. Hello, Marcus Speller. How are you? I'm lovely. And yourself? Good. Fine. Awesome. Ah, it's nice to be asked. <laughs> it is. You never get asked. It's never also nice to be your own critic. Mm. Pete's decided that he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, by the way. Very I do peppy. agree. I do particularly caffeinated yoghurt today? Well, we're recording this on a Sunday. I can sometimes see that on Sundays we're a little bit quiet, a little bit more subdued, so I'm trying to bring the noise, as okay. that band once did. Public enemy. <laughs> Public enemy. Bring, bring the, the noise, bring mm. the funny, mm. bring the money. Uh, right, a young Barnsley fan was seen taking his pet hamster to the football. <laughs> Reasonably recently. The scene is so typically Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we don't condone this, you know, and... Uh, I'm sure he looked after it. Uh, well, Marcus, yes. Marcus, you don't it need to give that scared. disclaimer. Yeah. We do, because the, uh, the animal people scorned him. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we do condone it. Yeah, okay. Cool. Right, we're so not, we're not, Pete condones I condone taking it. hamsters to football. Take as many as you like. Take well, a suit made of them. You say you don't condone it, but your next question is about to be if you could take an animal to a football match, which one would it be? <laughs> <laughs> so and, he and seems to condone it very much. Yeah. And that was the little jokey line that I had lined up for oh. our dear listeners. Well done. I hope you're pleased with yourselves. I've taken it. Yeah. Yep. The listeners will appreciate that. Yeah. So, li- listeners, just in case, a young Barnsley fan. <laughs> oh, we're we not included in this now. To oh. the football. Now, obviously, we don't condone that kind of thing. I think the uh, 
the RSPCA, they, they didn't like that as well, you know. But with that in mind, if you could take an animal to the football gym... Sorry, where was the joke? Yeah. Which one the joke would there? you choose? You've done a little joke You could choose more than one animal. You could choose more than one animal. But I, I just said animal for the, for the sake of the question, okay. Jim. Go. Creature. Can I take it as creature? Yeah, creature. You what are I would one. do uh, is I would train a team of chameleons um, to just <laughs> move the ball around. Um, and then obviously that would help my team. Uh, that would they, take they you need absolutely help. ages. Yeah, you, you think that. But you, you don't know my methods. As far as I know, they can only they can only change colour to the, adopt the background behind them. As far as you know. As far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're actually going to tra- train them to yeah. change colour to whatever they I want. Train them to tra- well, they'll, mm. they'll be moving on, onto different surfaces, won't they? So some will be on the ball, some will be on the ground around it, and they'll just work in tandem. So when they go... Or in unison. When you're training them and they get to the right colour you want, you give them a biscuit... Yeah, Pavlov's chameleon. Do you think I'm stupid (laughs) enough to tell you how I'm going to do that? Okay, if you really think I would reveal that, (laughs) no, I don't. They're just going to get stepped on. But you think that? But you know, have you ever (laughs) trained chameleons? I've trained a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) He's right in front of me. So yeah, uh, that's what I would do. And um, like I said, I'm not telling you how I'm going to do it. (laughs) You've got me thinking you might have some comedians here now. We just can't see them. How Mm. would you know, mate? I won't. How would you know? know. Could be one on Pete. Right now. No. If it's going to be on anyone, they'll be on Pete. Yeah. I'm already covered in crack spiders. (laughs) Get them off me. Well, they eat crack spiders. Okay, um, good. So that's fine. Although I don't want my chameleons addicted to crack, Pete. So just no, they're not addicted to crack spiders. My other answer. Had I not come up with such a brilliant one, um, <laughs> would be um, to take just a chimpanzee into any group of idiots making monkey noises. Just okay, like okay chim- yeah. chimpanzee. Well, it's going to get annoyed, isn't it? Going to yeah. kick off after all, start ripping faces off. No, you, that'd be brilliant. If you, oh, so, no, a gorilla would be better because they're much more powerful. They are powerful, but chimpanzees freak out, don't that they? Would I be, suppose. Yeah, I mean, I'd stand there going, well, there's a difference between a chimp and a monkey because one's an ape, so mm. you're just getting it wrong, yeah, Jim. And you would be the first against the wall. <laughs> Against the wall. It would be terrifying to come face to face with a gorilla. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd, I think it'd be quite sedate. You'd just be sat there eating mm. leaves. The one that and brought... to be fair, mate, apparently the people in the in the crowd, in this made up crowd, they can't differentiate between any sort of ape and footballers. So, exactly. I, mean, I mean, the monkey noise anything, is, is a further level of the yeah. satire. Yeah, I think I think it's an apt punishment. But essentially, mm. if you if you make a monkey noise in a stadium, um, you get torn limb chi- from limb. Chip gets chucked in there, and your face gets taken off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad news for you if you are sat with the idiot minority. I'll tell yeah, you what, but, I'm, you I'm as liberal as they come, but don't try telling me yeah. that won't sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> it, will. it will. No, but Jimmy, you train them. No, I just train chameleons, you fool. Yeah. No, Come so, on, be so, sensible. But there'd be, right, two, there'd be two fans of racist, though. There'd be Imagine, the, ones that, the ones that do the monkey eyes and the ones that throw the bananas. The chimp's interested in ooh, dealing with both of them. Yeah, that's, that's, really, that's, that's a good Imagine point. Imagine if UEFA like, issued like, a, a sanction saying, and uh, the next game will be played behind closed doors, um, but the home fans will be allowed in with a chimp. <laughs> if they bring a chimp. <laughs> yeah. they'd, be, they'd be going, oh, yeah, that sounds all right. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Luke, what's your answer? My, my answer is very similar to the chimp... Chat. Okay. Um, Chim chat. But I've gone a little bit more uh, off piece. Mine's not too um, dissimilar as well. And I've decided a little macaque monkey or a lemur. Uh, right. Um, I initially thought a, chim- a monkey or a lemur. Little macaque monkey or a lemur. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lemurs uh, are cool. Yeah. Exactly. And because uh, a chimp would be t- would be too much ha- too much to handle or too too much hassle, I couldn't take a chimp in with me. I, I'd be Technically speaking, they'd be intelligent enough to sort of look after themselves, but I'd be worried about it. Mm. So <laughs> Sneaking I, I, it is going to be tough. Yeah, mm. exactly. So I'll go for um, I'll go in for a little lemur, and what I'll do is I'll put him in my little inside pocket, in my jacket, with his head up, poking out so we can watch the game. My well, little ring-tailed one. Yeah, the ones that look like they're wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then at half time, I'd send them to go and get me a beer or a cup of tea or whatever, and he'd uh-huh. be intelligent enough to go and get it. Probably wouldn't have to pay for it because he'd just swing down there and get it, <laughs> it, bring it back. Don't forget the little plastic milk pots. Go back. Yeah. Get them. Bring them to me, and I could have a cup of tea as well. So mm. essentially, it would be 
providing a valuable service to my game watching experience, but also be yeah, it's a pretty cool thing to have there, you know. And people would be like, oh, do you remember the guy who brought the, the lemur? The, to the trained game? lemur. Yeah, what was the score? I can't remember. There's a lemur. Yeah. There. <laughs> I, I, I reckon somebody brought a monkey to the uh, to a football match, like in the north, in like kind of sea, seafaring towns. Hartley you'd always, you'd always have a monkey. You'd yeah. always have you'd yeah. always have a somebody. You'd always know someone who used to own a monkey in the seventies, because yeah. uh, you yeah, could okay. get away with doing that sort of thing. No, but like, in the seventies, it's true. You could buy ridiculous animals, couldn't mm. you? And then they'd get too big, and people had to get rid of them. That <laughs> was Har- that was Harrods' thing, wasn't it? Harrods were, could could you could buy anything you wanted. Mm. Who, was, who were the fellas who had uh, the lion in their flat yeah. in London? And there's a YouTube video of them. Yeah, they released it back into the wild, didn't they? We reunited years later, and it remembered them, and it had a family. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah, video. there's a there's a there's a picture doing the rounds of Pete about five years old next to a chimp. <laughs> yeah, there is, isn't there? There's yeah, a, it's a, a family it's a poorly, photo. Of you. It's a poorly maintained <laughs> chimp, to be fair. Yeah, it's not a circus. You're a poorly maintained child. Yeah. You, yeah. endor- you and your family are endorsing it by having a fight. It was the eighties. You probably paid him a fiver for that photo. <laughs> Peter, what's your answer? My answer is I'd bring in a lot of snakes, but I'd disguise them uh, as hot dogs <laughs> in a hot dog bun. <laughs> I'd carry them in, and no one would know. That guy's just eating a hot dog. Well, I mean, you're not to bring your own food. So you'd be stadium. pretending to eat it, just sort of sucking on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just nibbling the bun. I prefer the bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bun. Two yeah. guinea pigs, though. What, what brand? The bun would be two guinea pigs, and the snake would be the sausage. What, what species of snake? The one that closely resembles a hot dog sausage. Well, okay, so, so, so none there? of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd paint it, maybe. I suppose you could just yeah. smother it in ketchup and mustard. Apart, no yeah. really yeah. Apart from you being an utter deviant, what is yeah. the purpose of this? Yeah. Yeah, I got snakes in the place. Well, just oh, what, did I need a reason? Well, Jim Do said, I need a reason? Jim's saying that he's gone for the chameleons so they could help his football team. Luke's wanting, obviously, not to get out of his seat, and you're just doing it for the thrill. The yeah. best, yeah, exactly, for the thrill. <laughs> I mean, you just have some question the snake anyway. You? Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> some people just want to watch Newcastle United and suck on a snake, all right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> if, I te- if I text one of my friends yeah. and they replied saying, oh, I can't come out, I'm painting a snake in preparation to take it to the football tomorrow, <laughs> if it was Pete, I wouldn't question it. Yeah, yeah. no. Mine is quite similar, re- reasonably similar to uh, to the the chimp chat earlier. I take a grizzly bear in with me. Oh, wow! And so, it, <laughs> so fully grown adult, all the rest of it. And what what time of the year? Because if it's just come out of hibernation, you bang in trouble. Yeah, no, no, I'm not because I train it's it. It's going to cause carnage. Anybody who says anything foul, horrible, yeah, you know, racist comment or just uh, you know any of the the obias or the ists, they get scalped. I just I just give him the nod, and the grizzly <laughs> grizzly goes out and takes them outside. I, like I, I, I say, do what you want. I don't tell me what you've done. Doesn't I love the idea. You, you, did you hear that? I'll give him the nod, and the grizzly just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, as well, in the winter months, you snuggle up and it keep you a bit warm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. When it hibernates, it packs its anus with um, soil and twigs. Is that right? So it doesn't need to go to the toilet. Yeah, no, but they have been. You known still to, get the urge, though. Surely, female, yeah, female, female, female grizzly birds have been known to give birth while hibernating. Is that right? Yeah, amazing. And, and if you and if you go, that's why you wakes, can't go. Wakes up in March. Who are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, tiny me! <laughs> How drunk was I three months ago? <laughs> well, excellent. I, I think um... that's people booing you because you misused the animals. <laughs> Boo! Well, I misuse the animals. Yeah. Okay. Boo! I think Jim's got the points. Oh, well done, Jim. Oh, well done, Jim. I think the RSPCA have got the points. <laughs> I'll happily take them anyway. Oh, well done, Jim. I look forward to the email from them. <laughs> the points were shared at uh, Leicester, of course, and an incredible match at Leicester mm. 2, West Ham 2. A tale of many penalty decisions. Penalties. Yeah. <laughs> John Moss um, was um, interpreting that game in a strange fashion. <laughs> you know nothing, John Moss. Yeah. 
Yeah. I saw he had an app on his phone that just went, what decision next? Like a magic eight ball. Yeah, Look, Cloudy, just do anything. <laughs> Someone went down the penalty and just shaking his phone. Yeah. Yeah. No penalty. <laughs> it was very brave of him to send Vardy off, although I did quite like some of uh, a lot of comments on social media saying he just wants to be in the film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to say, though. see that. Got to say, I mean, it's the right decision. It, well, well, I, I mean, he stepped, he stepped into his he stepped into his line as he usually does to give himself a bit of space, and then he yeah. got a touch and thought, "I'm going to throw myself down," but yeah. he did it in such a crappy way. Yeah, yeah. Hang your head, Vardy, if I you did, can, with that massive chin. The problem with your two's perception and assessment of that is the fact that the first yellow card wasn't a yellow card. So mm. he should have adjusted his game accordingly, knowing he could have been sent off. But yeah. the first yellow card wasn't a yellow card mm. in a million years, and it was the it was the first decision in a series of decisions by John Moss, <laughs> which were <laughs> avant garde to say the least. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't. I, I thought that when Vardy went down, it wasn't a penalty, but I think it's one of those ones where it wasn't as clear cut. And I, I mean, it's good to see if, if the referee. In, in one sense, it's good to see the referee actually thought. That's a dive. So second yeah. yellow, you're off. Yeah, but second the rest of the game, no, isn't it? No, what, sure. what happened later in the game was just like, what? No, absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. But in that decision alone, if the referee thinks he's dived, it's good that he's taken action. Yeah, yeah. However, I mean, we complain about this all the time. We do. However, mm. I think it was one of those where it was actually too grey whether he dived. I mean, he probably did leave his leg in there. There was a bit of a tangle. I there, think was, there was contact there was, at I the think, end of the day. I think I've what the referee well. could have done there is said, no penalty, it's a tangling, and that's it. The thing is, not it's actually sent the offence is that. simulation, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, it's, exactly. and it rather than, well, he yeah. manufactured the contact as well, didn't he? So, mm. that, so you're right, I mean, the simulation does come into well, it. Well, true. And the trouble is, Vardy appealed, didn't he, the, in the way he looked like he knew what he was doing. Mm. I was really I was really sort of uh, surprised and a little bit um, sort of upset on behalf of West Ham fans for the way West Ham started the game. I mean, because... Okay, West Ham had had had. It's very difficult to sort of interpret statistics and stuff because Vardy went off and they had ten mm-hmm. men for such a long time. So you can't you can read too much into that. But certainly for the first portion of the game, um, I was I was convinced that Bilic, who's made a bit of a reputation for himself mm-hmm. of being able to get points and, and wins out mm-hmm. of difficult games, I was convinced he was just going to pack the midfield and play a Van Nistelrooy up front and frustrate them. Yeah, I'm but amazed the, that they didn't. Yeah, do but that. the first thing they did almost they they just piled everyone forward in the first twenty minutes and then Leicester caught them on the break. It's like, what do you expect to happen? Yeah. Have like you seen any football this yeah, season? It's the best team in the Premier League on the break. I've just caught you on the break and scored. But Car- yeah. Carroll came on, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So yeah. Was he injured or something? Was he kind well, of? He played in the cup midweek and he started the game right, before. Okay. That, so I think it's probably maybe a bit of a yeah. game. I like that you were upset for the West Ham fans. Well, I, I would have just been... So, I, I was empathising with their position because I would have thought, West Ham have still got a decent amount to play for. It's a tough game yeah. for them. I would have I would have been perfectly happy. I don't sound like some amazing tactician or whatever, but I would have been perfectly happy for the first hour for just a frustrate their stuff. Mm-hmm. Saying, mm-hmm. what have you got? What have you got? Mind you, they nearly scored. Because they, like the, they don't like the ball, do they? They like not having the ball. They're fine with not yeah. having it, yeah. What yeah. a save from Casper Schmeichel when it went off both posts, though. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's one of the saves of the season. It was, it, was, it was a very good game, overall. I mean, mm. some of the decisions were bizarre, as we touched on. Um, well, the, the West Ham penalty. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a really, really strange set of circumstances because he had warned Hoot and Morgan already... They'd, they'd manhandled players a lot more aggressively than in previously and not been given a penalty for it. But mm. it's almost like the way Moss, John Moss was was warning them was saying, I've seen you do that, uh-huh. but I've decided that's not a penalty. Yeah. Because presumably, presumably if he thought it was a penalty, yeah. he would give him one. Yeah. And then he's seen one which is a lot more tame, <laughs> where Rister yeah. dived, and he gave a penalty I, for that. I, I, think should, I think it should impress that he managed to drag Hoof down a little yeah. bit. It's that's like, yeah, wow, that's yeah, it's like pulling you, down a tree. Yeah, just giving him a penalty for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Winston Reid has seen that there are some strange decisions going on and thought, I'm just going to try something See what happens, here. Yeah, because <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, then Leicester, and obviously Cresswell scored a beauty. Oh. That was a fantastic 
fantastic goal. And then who should have got a penalty? Yes. And then, and well, then, in, in the in the context of it, obviously. And then John Moss gives a penalty for something that was never a penalty yeah, no, after yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, levelling it up, surely. If yeah, you, if it you really had, felt like that. If yeah. you had taken those decisions and mm. those incidents into in a game and pumped them into a computer and just generated a random response from like an internet referee... It would have, essentially that's what it looked like. It well, had it, 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 you talk about leveling level it all up, but you sort of think, well, he had better opportunities to do that. And he didn't do it. And he yeah. didn't. Like and, then he, and, he, the and, then he, and then he thought, oh, we're out of time. Oh, God, I don't want to yeah. be in the headlines for ruining Leicester's time. Do you wonder if the, the, you know, all the talk um, about um, Kevin Friend getting moved off the game maybe actually affected him? No, 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 no it was a yeah. different game. He was I, know, moved I know it was a different game, but yeah. it's the, the idea of the pro Leicester bias from, maybe from anyone they'll... because mm. of the oh, amazing possibly. nature of the story. Maybe it made him think, God, we're under a lot of scrutiny here, sort of thing. I got mad. Yeah. I'll make a name this for myself. This is how I respond to pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to completely malfunction my own brain. <laughs> I, I, sometimes you're tempted to think with referees and stuff, because I mean, I talked about this on the bit on this on the live show we did last week, about how referees have now started making real wild gesticulations about decisions mm. they're making and stuff. To mm. clear, ostensibly, I'm, I suppose, to make it clear to people watching, but they don't really need to do that. No. They don't have to justify the decisions in that way, and they've certainly, they've certainly never done that before. Mm. But it seems to me... So while I'll be tempted with this John Moss thing to think, oh, he's just trying to make a name for himself and dominate the proceedings and be the man in the middle. I don't think he's I don't think he was either. I I think what actually happened in this situation was that he got himself in a bit of a tiz Mm. and he couldn't, and the game was so so highly paced and so highly, um, uh, sort of, so important, I suppose, that he just started on a sort of downhill spiral of getting wrong decisions and he just couldn't pull himself mm. out of it. Mm. Because that, that Winston Reid penalty, I'm not suggesting that Leicester players, as someone said earlier in the day-to-day to us, that you know those defenders do play on the edge a bit. But the, the example that he gave the penalty for was by far the lightest uh, manhandling of a player in the box that I saw mm. that, that game. And if anything, it was a dive by Winston Reid. Mm. And if you are going to be so eagle-eyed that you can give a dive for Vardy and send him off from 30 yards away from behind and you're 10 yards away from Winston Reid you think that's a penalty, then I've got questions for you. Yeah, but you, <laughs> never, you do, and, uh, and we want to hear them. Mm. Uh, but, it, but it could be a case that he's made the right call, some would say, on Vardy. He's been very brave and made a good decision there. When the the penalty, you know, when Reed went down, he was probably saying to the two defenders, you know, Huth and Morgan, stop it, you've been doing this all game. Yeah. And just for a second, <clears throat> excuse me, if, if, if his eye line wasn't quite on that, he sees Morgan, little bit, uh, his arm there, and the player go down, and he might just add one, you know, put two and two together there. Mm. Just, you know what I mean? It could I be... understand that viewpoint, but I think, you know, if, if, you're, if, you're, if your mission in that is genuinely trying to stamp that out of the game, give a penalty in the first two minutes then. As soon as, they, as soon as the corner comes over, the first corner of the game, and you see someone do it, give a penalty. Mm. Guarantee you won't do it for the rest of the game. They won't. Well. So if, 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 if his ambition is to stamp it out, there are just other ways of going about it. But Jamie Varley took his standing off well, didn't he? <laughs> My God. <laughs> that was watershed. That's going in the movie. That was watershed stuff. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just made it an R-rated movie. Yeah, straight it has. Away. It has. If he did deserve a uh, yellow card for that, he deserved a yellow card for the language he used after he got Completely. sent off. <laughs> well, someone was saying that, um, someone said on, on Twitter that, he, that perhaps the referee gave him a yellow card for deliberately tripping the defender. Ooh. Right, okay. So, because he, he put his leg in front of him and he sort of bundled him over and then he chucked yeah. himself on the floor. But, so he, but strikers are allowed to kind of step into somebody's. Yeah. Strikers have to kick can't, people yeah. in the <laughs> Can't take the bustle out. No. Yeah. Hustle and bustle is what it's all about. Yeah. But Leicester did get a point. They then did. Ranieri did. was made up after the batch and said it's very important psychologically. And he's, yeah. and he's mm. right. I can see that. that. Because well, it will feel like a win. And, and also, if you're going to get Vardy sent off for a straight red and you lose him for three matches or get a, a yeah. WR card, he, give him like a week's rest. You yeah. know? It's well, he's Swansea could, next, isn't it? Which yeah. is one of the, you know, with respect to Swansea. They're on the is, beach. Yeah. <laughs> Newcastle <laughs> beat them at the weekend. Yeah. With, with the, uh, 
largest amount of respect I can muster for a team who've just been beaten 3-0 by Newcastle. <laughs> Le- Leicester should win that. <laughs> yeah. Ranieri might give himself a run out up front. <laughs> yeah. They look, they, you're right about what you say, though, because they looked pumped after the game. They looked so pleased to have got out of jail. Yeah. Mm. And it's a great credit for them to be 2-1 two, two, down against a good team, didn't give up, With got few themselves back left. in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's an it. achievement, isn't it? In, if you take it as the microcosm of the game, not losing that game in those circumstances is an achievement. And all of those achievements add up to give you that momentum. And it's, you know, it's... Unless they have had the rub of the green in so much as the oh, last five, five or six. So I said, Pete, like, a few weeks ago, Vardy mm. could have gone for that mm. outrageous uh, lunge yeah. that he would he wasn't even booked for, I don't think. Yeah. So he's, he, he's, he can't, they can't. I don't think. So Le- he's had weeks to think of that speech. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Um, I don't think anyone at Leicester would, or the fans, would say that they haven't been on the right end of decisions broadly because they have. Mm. I think everyone can see that. Mm. Well, um, yeah. But yeah, that's not the reason they're top of the league. But it's that's certainly been a, a factor. You know? Sure. I mean, Ranieri is a huge factor in it, and and, and the way he conducts himself is, is, is quite brilliant and, and, and off the field it won't surprise you um, to hear that in a recent interview with uh, Christian Fuchs I think it was in The Guardian uh, he was talking about Ranieri and just what a brilliant bloke he is well, Fuchs uh, sounds like a brilliant man himself yeah he's, he's a really fantastic fun. player by the way mm. as well. well he turned uh, he had a 30th birthday party recently and, and Ranieri got the dates wrong and turned up a day early love it and turned up and was like where is everybody yeah I love, it. <laughs> I love the idea of Fuchs answering the door in his apron just just doing a couple of baked potatoes for him and his wife alright <laughs> right, boss what are you doing here yeah. I've got, got a spare bag potato if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did return for the correct date, and, and Fuchs said Ranieri was just loving it. He was there in the corner having a drink, and he didn't say anything about the Leicester players having a drink. He was just, just joined in the fun. Like Sir Alex Ferguson would. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Ferguson turns up at parties all right, but not for that reason. <laughs> You've got to find your own fun. Yeah, right. And he certainly found it. Pouring kerosene on Lee Sharp's barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you want you're a barbecue? Yeah. Here's your barbecue. A difference in managerial style. That's right. You can imagine Ferguson, yeah, when Ferguson turns up to that Lee Sharp barbecue. Oh, he's, he's, Alex Ferguson's walking up the path. Lee Sharp's going... Has he got any sausages with him? Like, oh, these are open, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, right, it's, yeah. it's snakes. Yeah, how'd you hide it's a barbecue? It's on fire. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, but Ferguson's former club, Manchester United, they beat Aston Villa 1 0. 1 0. They got a goal in the first half and then just saw it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know with these villains. But, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Did well. Yeah. Sad to say, I mean, it's inevitable, of course. Um, well, it's a relief, isn't it, more than anything, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh. Oh. Yeah, Villa drop out of the top flight for the first time. Is it twenty eight years? Mm. Incredible. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not incredible if you see their performance. No, no, no. no, oh, no but it's just, okay, it, no, it's, it's, it's just incredible that they've been there so long. And when you're reminded of that, you think, oh yeah, this is a you know a huge a club, huge, huge, huge club, with huge tradition. They've just been so bad. The Premier League's going to be really weird without them. Yeah, it's, they've just been so bad this season that mm. you, you you've known for months that they're going to yeah. go down. It's, it's, a, it's been a poorly run club. They've had a terrible time of it the last few years. Really, this has been the sort of you know. Uh, the final, the final straw, I suppose. Yeah. And I know it won't feel like it to Villa fans now, but speaking of someone who supported the team, he's been relegated more than, on more than one occasion. Listen to um, him. It's been, it's, it can be quite, um, yeah, it can be quite redeeming eventually because you can get that move on from that, get out of the way. I mean, yeah. It'd be ideal for them if they can. And move. you could be challenging for playoff spots in League Two. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> and that is literally what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Portsmouth. I don't get you started on that <laughs> after Saturday. Come on, uh, carry on. Um, but what I was just going to say was, yeah, sure. if, 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 if they can find some way of, of, of if Randy Lowe can move on from 
from the club. Hopefully that that will happen and they can sort of start again. They won't feel like that at the moment because they'll be smarting from it and rightly so because those players have been a disgrace and the running of the club in general has been a disgrace. Mm. But hopefully at some point they'll look back on it and go, that was the point where it turned for us when we can start again. You know, yeah. Yeah. and they need to move a load of those players mm. on. Hopefully they yeah. will. I mean, but, sort of seeing the inter- post, you know, post game interviews with the Villa fans on Match of the Day, seeing how people have been on Twitter as well. And we were in Birmingham on, on Friday for our, for a live show, and we we're obviously talking to a lot of Villa fans after the show. They're all. They're, they're all just like, yeah, I mean, it, we absolutely should go down. We deserve, we deserve it. Yeah. It's just mm. a complete acceptance of the situation and you really, really feel for them because it's been, it's not just this season, is it? It's been a, a sort of gradual decline. The past two or three seasons, things have been really, really just wrong. Since, since O'Neill left, really. Do you, do you remember Jack Grealish? Do you remember his yeah, career? No, yeah. <laughs> what international team did he declare for? <laughs> um, but... Um, you're right about about the Villa fans that we spoke to. The ones I spoke to, uh, uh, most of the chat was about the next manager coming in, yeah. who, they, who they were after, who they mm. wanted, and that, so, they are, are, so they, in my experience, they're looking to the future a little bit. So that's good to see. Yeah. Um, Stan Collymore was absolutely fuming, yeah. <laughs> fuming with uh, Joey and Lescott, wasn't he? Yeah, in particular, but Lescott, I think you know with what you said after the game. There's, there's two quotes going around. I think one of them's made up, isn't it? I, think I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not but sure. There's one quote where he effectively said that you know it was maybe going to be a little bit of a relief for the players, and now you know it's that, that's that. That weight is off our shoulders. We can, you know, put in some performances. And, that's, uh, that's indoor talk, isn't it? That's yeah, not outdoor talk. Exactly, but it was just very, very <laughs> that's badly. That's for mummies and daddies. <laughs> very, very badly misjudged. And uh, Colin Will called him out on it, and he, he sent him a sent him a message. But one he? of the things that I thought was really funny, I didn't, I didn't hear the actual rant that Colin Will apparently went on. But a lot of people got in touch with the show just through the social media saying that like one of the things that Colin Will was really annoyed about, couldn't get over, was the fact that um, a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was. He saw uh, he was at Southampton Airport when Villa had played Southampton, and he saw Leandro Bakuna on a Segway in the airport. Whoa. And he was like, he shouldn't be doing it. He shouldn't be on one. It's <laughs> no different. It's strange, but it's ultimately... You it's know, John Motson's more... more yeah, Kit, most, isn't it? So I'm like, I've got something. So I've got one thing. I've got to weave mm. it into something. Stan Collymore sat through like 33 or 34 games of Aston Villa season. That's an Aston Villa fat, and that's mm. the one thing he's picking up on. <laughs> it's indicative of a wider problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. segues in football. Yeah. <laughs> Collymore being an ex-footballer himself will probably... People look at Leicester and we talk about the relaxed camp and so on and so forth that they have there. Now, obviously, they're they're winning the league, so whatever they do, people go, ah, you see, that's That's what you need. But if you see, (laughs) what would you rather? The Aston Villa players at that, you know, Southampton Airport or wherever it was... Just sat down, looking at the floor. Yeah. Nobody saying anything or to anybody. Running around with weight strapped to their legs. <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't really. I, I just don't. I, listen, with the obvious caveat of if you've seen them out on the out on the yeah, lash the night before up. a game or yeah. whatever. That, everything they do and otherwise, I don't think at any point just for a poor performance that these players aren't entitled to their own personal lives. I mean, mm. and Stan anyone, Collymore should know that more than anyone else. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> was that the case with the was it people having a go at Cristiano Ronaldo. I think Real Madrid lost the game or something, and then it was his thirtieth birthday. Yeah, and he, he was seen out having a it. he's having a bit of karaoke and after the game. Yeah, a disgrace. It's like, I mean, to be fair, Lescott shouldn't have said what, no, you're right. what he said no, in public. No. And I think every it's not the first time this season Lescott. I know. Away. Well, every every, phone. every yeah. football, every <laughs> fo- phone is stitching him up. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what are the logistics of bringing a Segway to an airport as well? Like, what? Why? What? Is, what? Yeah. I think I think they might maybe dish them out to to people. I mean, I don't know if it's a segment. Might be one of those. Out. Might be one of those hoverboard things. Maybe I don't know. Right. But the, either the, way, was it Ronaldinho? Was it Ronaldinho one? People were saying segue. I, I haven't seen it in my own eyes. I couldn't tell you. And, mm. um, but someone speaking of Leandro Bacuna, one of the listeners who came to the show in Birmingham, a guy called Miles, said that he embarrassed himself in front of Leandro Bacuna once because he saw Leandro Bacuna in I don't know in some shopping centre in, in Birmingham. 
And he said he had one of those things where them. he turned around and, and wanted to say, oh, that's Leandro Bakuna. But he, he got like a frog in his throat and he went, Leandro Bakuna. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Leandro Bakuna turned around and went, Leandro Bakuna. As a winner, he said he was absolutely mortal. People absolutely lose their minds. My mate's telling me about someone who saw, um, who was hanging out with. Uh, Kate, it wasn't hanging out with Kate Moss. Um, somebody knew Kate Moss and a mutual friend was sat and go, oh, my God, there's Kate Moss. And the, the guy went, oh, I kind of know her a bit. I'll, I'll bring her over and say hello. And she came over and sat down. And this, this, this last went, I don't like your London look adverts. I think it looks trashy. Oh, my God. <laughs> she just God. panicked. Oh, no. And just said <laughs> the Moss. moment to you just sometimes lose your mind, don't you? So, yeah. Oh my god, I'm going to say the first thing that I've. She hates me. She yeah, hates I, me I, now. I imagine you've said the first thing that comes to your mind quite a lot. And that's I, I've said this before on the podcast, but who's the woman who's in um, the Austin Powers films? Blonde oh, Liz Hurley. Oh, um, Heather, Heather Graham. Graham. Heather yeah. Graham, I swear the Heather Graham was in Peep Show. Yeah. I've done that on the show before. Yeah, right. So you, uh, you said. I will you, happily embarrass myself in front of celebrities. Don't worry about that. You asked if Heather Graham was in Peep Show? Yeah. <laughs> right, what did yeah. she say? We'd know. No, I said, are you Heather Graham then? She said, yes. I went, good. Does she know Peep Show is? No. Oh, it just sounds sounds like, very you different from what it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you in a peep show. While it's probably not number one on the list of things to not say, it's probably in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the top five. I was in Amsterdam recently. <laughs> <laughs> that voice doesn't help you. You've got to stop talking like that when you panic. <laughs> you, really, you really look like someone I know. Oh, uh, in this magazine I bought. <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland beat Norwich 3-0. Oh, what, what a win. Yeah. Huge win for them Mackhams. Paradise was getting a bit shirty. Big Sam had a cracking day out. He mm. did, didn't he? Yeah, Brady shoved Yedlin into the advertising holdings. That was nasty, that. I would, yeah. I would have, head. I would have liked to have seen a red car for that. <laughs> it was absolutely outrageous. It was that outrageous. Happens, you can understand it? Allardyce getting annoyed, but obviously because they won, Allardyce was grinning away in the post-match press conference, having mm. a bit of a laugh about Ruin, it. Ruined some LEDs. Ruined uh, the right, I suppose. My favourite, Ru- ruined my some perfectly good LEDs. He did. Mm. He did with his head. So somebody complained on Twitter saying, when are we going get, to get rid of those dangerous LED advertising holdings? We've had advertising holdings yeah. forever. Yeah. Get rid yeah. of the dangerous place. Players. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand where the wages come from? The yeah. pitch has to stop somewhere. Can't just keep on going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Running We've tracks got... for all. Yeah. <laughs> to ensure the safety of everyone involved, the, the fans need to be 100 metres away from the pitch. <laughs> and the and chimp, be... and the, the chimp <laughs> section <laughs> has to just stay to itself. And there needs to be bouncy castles everywhere. <laughs> but um, the, the great thing about that Norwich and Sunderland um, sort of dust-up was that, did you notice, as soon as big Eunice Cabal turned up on the seat, everyone t- calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was like the, it was like the school bully turning up in the sixth form common room. <laughs> He's yeah. a, just a massive man. Yeah. The whole thing just calmed down as soon as Cabal got in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sunderland really did show some fight. There's a point where um, did Lee Catamol just um, oh, clear one in the, in the box. Uh, it was it's brilliant. He like, cleared it, off the line. And he just uh, went but it was poster. just screaming, like proper primal screen therapy type um, type noise. And you could see the rest of the team was really galvanised by that. And they're actually they're showing something that they need at this exact stage. When Catamol, when, when Sunderland are narrowly winning, and they, it's again, they absolutely have to win, they're a little bit under siege, that's when Catamol loves. Yep. Yeah, he, he that's why he's at Sunderland. He doesn't want his team to just be tuning up and cruising. He mm. wants them to be like he wants them to be like the Alamo. You can yeah. you can imagine him getting dare I even say aroused watching the last ten minutes of Atletico Madrid match with oh, yeah. one 0 up against the big opponent. That's yeah. a bit of him. Definitely. He wants to be there. He wants to flounder Simeone. That's the zenith. He wants to run himself into the ground for Simeone. That's all he's ever wanted. Yeah, so, but um, that's what we all want, though, don't we? But, 
But we look inside ourselves. Yeah, didn't that, right. <laughs> <laughs> that chance late on where um, Watmore and Via and Defoe managed to sort of well, it's really in Via's fault, but they yeah. fluffed it. They made a break, great break, and then Via just waited. Up at the time, yeah, but he yeah. waited till he was straying offside. That's the sort of chance you've got to be ready to put all of those chances oh, away yeah. at this yeah. stage mm. of the season. But Especially goal difference is going to count as well. Yeah, probably. absolutely. Watmore made a made a great but it was uh, a run at the end. A huge statement from Sunderland. But we've said, and I think I've said, Sunderland look more likely to climb out than any other team. Well, they've been drawing a lot of games, of course. And, and obviously losing some as well, hence the down there. But to go away to a fellow struggler in a 25-pointer. An informed <laughs> and, yeah, struggler. absolutely. And to win 3-0. Well, yeah. the, what was ideal for them was that um, Catamol... Uh, and Barini had probably, or Camel's putting fires out all over the place. He was yeah. fantastic. And Barini, creating some. Barini, yeah, well, quite. Barini <laughs> had his best game of the season by miles. He mm. was such a handful, and Defoe really benefited but from that. But they have as well. these players. They do, oh, absolutely, of course. Yeah. You know, as Sunderland play Arsenal next, then Stoke and Chelsea. So they've mm. got a tough one. And then Everton and Watford. Uh, whereas Norwich, I mean, Arsenal, Manchester United, Watford and Everton. Is Arsenal a tough match these days? Arse cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas Newcastle, there is an ounce of hope, Peter. No, <laughs> no, I don't think there is. Well, statistically, there is. Statistically, there is, yeah. But I think Sunderland are more likely to climb out. OK. And well, New- I think Newcastle will take the la- I think Norwich might end up... I think Newcastle might end up climbing over Norwich and get the third place, mm. but they'll still go down. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk more about the relegation scrap after this. Watch yourself, it's the Ramble Boys Chucking out the banks, making all the noise Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mists Because they're coming for you and your big shop tips it was nice for Benitez on his birthday to get the win, though. He just yeah. wanted a bit of cake. He wanted a bit of cake he in peace. Because mm. if he was eating cake mm. on his birthday and they hadn't won the game, oh, yeah. oh, Stan Collymore was, would have had something to say about that. It was the first. It was the first Andros Townsend call. He scored two before, and they've both been absolutely raspers. Yeah, uh, and it, that's, this is the first time he's been able to celebrate a goal because <laughs> yeah. they've always been like three-one down or four-nil yeah. down. Mm. Mitrovic uh, made a big difference, didn't he? Mm. Well, he did. He clattered. He clattered someone down, and Andros Townsend. <laughs> yeah. Was it fair to say when he ran through that player like that? It was Ronaldo-esque. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the shot he had about three minutes earlier was bloody waffle. There's only a slight resemblance here. Um, so you, you guys Shearer might not agree with me. No, not, <laughs> not Shearer. Mitrovic looks like he could be like an evil Messi from a different universe. Okay, yeah. So it's only a slight... Facially. Yeah, it's yeah. a slight mm. thing in there. It's the eyebrows. It's yeah. the eyebrows. And, and actually that run as well where he just bundled through was, was like an evil Messi. I mean, he could have t- <laughs> I mean, he could have Messi, taken yeah. it past the player but he decided to just take it through the no. player and evil the player down. Wait, I'm not having... You, listen, Marcus has tried to... T- talk you up earlier about Newcastle chances they've mm. just come off the back of a big 3-0 win you should be in better spirits they've got Man City chances yeah, no, yeah okay so th- this, this is my next point so they're, they're three points from, from safety now Sunderland have a much better goal difference well much yeah at this stage of the season a much better goal difference but winning 3-0 helped Newcastle. them I think than to course. climb over Norwich and also, but also it helped with Norwich goal difference because Norwich goal difference is, is just one in it between mm. them and, and Newcastle now the, the, the mags have uh, <laughs> Manchester City, of course, and then away to Liverpool. So two very tough fixtures. However, Norwich have got Arsenal and Manchester United, and uh, Sunderland One very tough have, fixture. Yeah, <laughs> Sunderland have Arsenal and Stoke, and then Chelsea. After that, Newcastle have Palace and Villa. Mm. Now, uh, okay, they have Spurs on the final day, but you know 
there's Palace could. I mean, I know they uh, drew that match and they, they're probably not going to get sucked in. But if Palace results... will be safe by then, yeah, but they'll I, be yeah. safe by then. There's, yeah. there's no chance of Palace getting sucked in. The yeah. problem is the not pro- with parts of the. But I, I'm looking at that <laughs> and I think that Palace and Villa now it could it could be finished by then. You know, yeah. you know, two two games. But but mm. look at the other. The others have tough fixtures but, as well. But Pete, what were the positives to draw from? On the that positives period? were uh, Jamal Lasalle's uh, performances in the last two matches off the field, particularly. I, I think I said it before. There are no players for me that fit into the Joey Barton, the Kevin Nolan, the, uh, the Andy Carroll, the strong personalities that got us back from the Championship into the Premier League. It was one of the situations last time they got relegated. We needed those players to, you know, grab people by the balls and, and, and drag them back in the Premier League. Jamal Lasalle's genuinely. I, I wish he had a better defender to learn his trade off a little bit. Yeah. He's a 22 year old lad from Derby, from you know, aside from Nottingham Forest, like a year ago or something. Yeah. I, I and think, he is, and he, and he is the, and, and you know, Sissoko didn't want to talk to the press. Colacini didn't want to talk to the press last time. Nobody wanted to talk to the press. But this young lad, mm. when this isn't good, this is crap. You know, we are crap at the moment, and we yeah. don't, we shouldn't be in this position. It's a disgrace, blah blah blah. And it's all lip service. I can take it. You know, if someone like Sissoko says that, it's lip service. But if he says that, I, I think he's, I think he's got, a, I think he's got captaincy written all over him. Because I, I, the reason. Frankly, the reason I asked the question, I mean, I have to admit, I wasn't expecting the answer that long. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say right, nothing. Snake in a bun, mate. Snake in a bun. Yeah, I thought you were going to say nothing. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All 
you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. to be happy about um, but because I, I thought that um i said i said a couple of weeks ago on the show that i thought newcastle would be a bit, bit better than their results suggested and you said no i'm not saying i was right or anything but what swansea I, were pretty bloody they awful were, but i thought i could i could saw a team who was sort of starting to take on board some different ideas and mm. they looked a little bit different to, to what they were like under mclaren which is obviously a good thing because they were terrible under mclaren i wonder if it's come a little bit too late but the problem is we're talking about newcastle Sunderland, and norwich like that that we have been there. Mm. Only one of those teams can get out of it. Yeah. Not two, only yeah. one. Yeah. So it's, it's already going to be very, very tough. Um, and Sunderland with Big Sam at the helm, they, they, had, they had a platform to build on. So they got about three or four draws in a row, yeah. didn't they? Very interesting. Very <laughs> I, I think Sunderland will escape it, and I think Norwich I will get drafted. We're talking about Sunderland have got Big Sam, and absolutely, you've also got Benitez now. I know. Yeah. And, and look at the way, you know, he took Mitrovic and Shelby out the side. Two of their you know, more dangerous players. Yeah, but they, they, they were hanging on from... what? When did we score the first goal? I mean, but they were yeah. hanging on with the 1-0 and it was looking pretty shaky at times. Swansea did and when they And when they made the change and put uh, mm-hmm. put the players back on... They won 3-0. They, they yeah, they eventually scored two more goals, so it, his original idea didn't really work. Is it Newcastle who plays Spurs on the final day? Yes. Mm. Yeah, so imagine if it's Newcastle versus Spurs and if Spurs win, they win the league and if Newcastle win, they stay up. What a game! Yeah. That's that <laughs> better be on TV. And Spurs <laughs> would definitely win it. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah. <laughs> Crying out loud. <laughs> oh, dear. But as, calcified, as, as calcified as my love for that club is, I, 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 I sort of wrote, <laughs> I sort of, you're right off your team when you, you know, you, you you're down the dollars or whatever. Because there's it's still the something about supporting. There's still something about that, that supporting a football team that even when they score the third goal, I was like, oh, I still got excited. And I'm going, this result means very little. Peter, no, <laughs> it's a huge result. Peter. You can't play that down. Of course, that, given the result from some of that. I'm not yeah, doing a press conference, guys. I'm not part of the team. <laughs> Peter, but presumably, if Newcastle, when Newcastle <laughs> play Spurs in the final day of the season, if Spurs beat them to win the league and relegate Newcastle, presumably you'll still be happy for Spurs. <laughs> This no, is an amazing achievement for them. Even, no, amazing for them. Don't worry about it, well, Peter. No, I'm, not, I'm not biting. We're going to talk about Watford. They've reached, 40, the Watford have snack, reached 41 points. That's a good effort. Can we be happy for them? <laughs> They're the same points as Everton, for crying out loud. Gomez saved two pens from Berahino. Yeah. I like Gomez. I love He's what, a character. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I like watching... Never boring. Um, the thing, the 40-point thing annoys me because it's never, it's not important 40 points for a while now. 40 points, oh, you have to get the 40 points. You don't. But they've done well to get there. They're still a landmark. They haven't, yeah, but they haven't needed to do that to stay up. They've been up for a while in reality. I know, but still, they, if they had, uh, <clears throat> you know, targets and goals and whatnot. No, true, that's true. I, the reason I like watching West Brom highlights and West Brom games on TV is because um, you always get the soundtrack of uh, Tony Pulis just doing this all game. Seidel! 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 And it was especially loud this time because he obviously missed two penalties. Which yeah. is, and, and Pulis... But I he was love, fair in the press he was great. after. He was, but Pulis treats Seidel like a son, doesn't he? So yes. sometimes he's very nice, sometimes he's very harsh, depending on what he thinks he needs for his development. <laughs> but he does treat him like a son. And yeah. all game, he's just going, Seidel, Seidel. All the other players must think, oh, but she'd notice me as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Let's, should we move on to the championship? Uh, there's been some uh, interesting things going on down there. Middlesbrough beat Bolton. 2 1. Mm. Jordan Rhodes insured another the late one. Top of the, yeah, he, he scored a Leaving it late, guys. Yeah. Well, that was a brilliant 
like snapshot on the rebound for, for Jordan uh, Rhodes' first goal. They played, I, I felt like an MC there. Snapshot <laughs> on the rebound. They paid a bit of money for Rhodes. He's, he's, he's paying them back. Yeah, nine up, million it was. Yeah, who set up the uh, who set up the winning? Who goal? laid on the winner after coming was off the, the bench? Yeah. Who made the difference? The there, we are, see, there we are. Who else got an assist in that game specifically for Bolton? Not sure. Big Emil Heskey. Did he? Hey. He was actually quite a good pundit for the Leicester game. Oh, yeah. I enjoy, I, I enjoy, he was very honest. I enjoyed what he was talking mm. about. Because you thought he'd be really pro Leicester, but he actually wasn't. He was no. all right. Yeah. No. He's, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, sorry to cut in there, but Jordan right. Rhodes has had a little bit of a rough time at Middlesbrough. Because um, they obviously bought him to score goals, which he started doing that. But I think it's four goals in 14 games, 10 of those are starts. And he seems to have lost a little bit of confidence there, which is absolutely not what, what Middlesbrough needed at that time. But mm-hmm. they've, um, well, also, he's kicked on. And that's all sorts good to on, see. All sorts went on at Middlesbrough. I mean, yeah. um, there was talk that a couple of the signs brought in by Steve Gibson weren't Karanka signings so he wasn't playing them he wanted to stick with one up front and then, and, and then certain parts of the uh, the club and, and including Steve Gibson as far as I know were saying to Karanka why aren't you picking Rhodes why yeah. aren't you picking him and that's when Karanka had that meltdown a number mm. of weeks ago when yeah. he went in there and said don't like it I'll leave I'll leave if you want and sort he, sort of. he basically called but he, what he did is he called their bluff yeah. he said if you keep trying to tell me who to pick I'm not going to stay here. And, yeah. and they eventually sorted it out. And ever since then, he's, ca- he's been able... They won six on the bounce. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's been able to carry on picking the players he wants and to pick. And they're top of the league. And they're doing it, and it's worked out fine. So, mm. good luck to them. You know, yeah. It'd be funny if they're... Um, I know, Pete, you won't agree, but it'd be funny if Middlesbrough become the sole northeast representative in the Premier League next season. I think, I think well, they deserve to be there, to yeah. be fair, if, if, if Newcastle and Sunderland have conducted themselves. And certainly, Sunderland have done the last couple of se- last few seasons, and Newcastle as well, to a less extent. True, but Sunderland have flirted with it for a while, haven't mm. they? But Middlesbrough, I think, have still got to play Burnley and Brighton. Yeah. yeah. So it's in their hands. Well, it looks like two from those three. Yeah, they're yeah, going to get automatic. Be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, it, if it's say Middlesbrough, Brighton, and Derby come up in the playoffs, that'll be like the nearly men all in one season. Mm. Be interesting to see how they got on. Mm. That'd be great. Mm. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Well, Bur- Burnley obviously remain hot and Borough's heels. Yeah. Andre, yeah. Andre Gray with with another goal. He's been a great. He's a great championship scorer. Brighton, Brighton have done very well because they started off so well. They yeah. didn't lose for ages. Then right. they then they dropped off a cliff. And, and often when well. teams do that, then that's, that's them. they've Ooh. gone. Yeah. They, but, but they've battled their way back. They have doing a forest. Well, Hemed has got he got the hat trick against Fulham he's, mm. he's been doing very well indeed uh, Sheffield Wednesday they drew on with Ipswich lovely story from this one with uh, Andre Dezel 16 year old Andre Dezel on his debut scores uh, scored for Ipswich and quite incredibly his father Jason Dezel mm. Spurs fans will remember him uh, scored on his debut for Ipswich at the age of 16 yeah. as soon as I saw Andre Dezel I thought it's got to be on it yeah, it's exactly. got to be there's yeah. no other man on earth <laughs> who's got that name and, uh, Spurs Hall of Famer Jason Dezel <laughs> yeah but, well, um, Jason Dezel is still the youngest scorer in English <laughs> top flight history 16 years and 57 Days. Yeah. So yeah. I think his son's 15, uh, 16... Uh, 350 mm. days. Already yeah. playing catch-up. Yeah. <laughs> Win, wins of the father. But if you, when you take into account... When you take into account... That was good, actually. When you well take done. into account that Andre Mariner awarded the penalty against Andre Wisdom in, at the Norwich game, and now Andre Dezel scored for, for, uh, for yeah. um, Ipswich, has there ever been a more Andre-heavy... Game weekend of football. He's, he's I Andre. Can't think of one. We've, we've got an emailer called Andre as well. Have we really? So yeah, oh. later on to look out for that. Is it from Andre Andre who plays for Porto? <laughs> no, that would be he's nice. Still at Porto. Anything to do with Andre the Giant? On, Andros Townsend is almost Andre. Mm. Yeah, not the same though, is it? He got involved. Then he got, got a goal. Didn't he? <laughs> He, he did. Andre Ayew. Andre Ayew must have played yeah. for Swansea, didn't he? He did that yeah. day. Yeah. Did he? Who knows? You get your Andres <laughs> in. Have we descended to this? <laughs> Just naming Andres, all of whom are called Andre. It's not yeah. even hard. All right, Jim. Just say Andre Ayew. Right. Yeah, you've got to come in yeah, come and stomp <laughs> around Andre the Giant. <laughs> Uh, right, Leeds beat Reading. Uh, Steve Evans is still in charge at Ellen Road. I had to check that. Nice to get yeah. an update. I had to check <laughs> that. Nice to get an Absolutely update. <laughs> torpedoed that average, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
thought think he'd it, go on a certain date, and he's well out last yeah. year. What is it, seven marriages in two years? Is that what it is? Uh, you know, six, but, six. but they, he's apparently, according to the Mail, Chilean is lining up Fabio Cannavaro to take over, so he'll be the seventh one in two years, if that happens. So six in two years is essentially one every four months. So how long has Stephen <laughs> been there? About four months, is not he? Uh, is it longer? Maybe a bit I longer. it is longer. Yeah, yeah. I think he, well. he would have been due around, you know, yeah, end of January, look, start of February. And you're probably thinking, Fabio Cannavaro, is that... Is that re- would that really be a good appointment? Um, He's my what, crush. Remember we did we did oh, uh, yeah. football crushes. I think he was my crush. Yeah, good, it was a good choice. Therefore, you mm. must quite like Jake Gyllenhaal as well. <laughs> Does he like Jake? They Gyllenhaal? look similar. They do look they similar. Do look similar. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. If you're wondering, Cannavaro is he a good choice? I mean, he does have limited uh, experience of the UAE league, the Chinese league, and the Saudi Arabian league. So, <laughs> surely equipped. For the great Leeds United, <laughs> one of the biggest clubs in British football history. Yeah. Did he say? Did we, say laugh, should we? we shouldn't laugh. No, well, no, we're laughing at the ridiculousness yeah. of Cellino because uh, it's not Leeds. Well, didn't he, this no. week he was saying that no, I can't be sexist because I ran two women's football one. teams. Yeah. yeah, it was proper. Like, how can I be sexist? My mother was one, yeah. and we've got a, a female lawyer yeah. that is defending yeah. me in this very case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a girl there. I saw her. So this gives me loads of free passes, <laughs> and I'm wearing tights. Woo! Lifts up his legs. He's <laughs> got your fishies on. No. My goodness, my goodness. Um, looking at the table, the championship table, you'd, you'd expect Charlton and, and MK Dons to go down with Bolton at this. Yeah, it's a big gap. It, it is a big gap. MK Dons, the uh, striker went in goal and saved a penalty. Oh, did he? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, that was Beautiful. First time oh. that's happened in a very, very long time. It was lovely. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was a good save as well. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't drilled down the middle. It was a, it was a top-class save. Yeah. Beautiful. As good as Gomez's second one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, but it was no, similar, actually. But he's yeah. not a goalkeeper. So. Did you hear, who was it? Which Watford player? Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Jermaine Jenner who was saying, you, you should see Herrera Gomez's arms. They are unbelievably long. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. Oh, in tra- it's horrible. In tra- yeah. well, hasn't he saved two penalties in a Premier League game before? He yeah. has, yeah. Against Darren Bent, was it? Against Aston Villa, wasn't it? For Spurs, I think so, yeah. It was, th- but it was definitely against Bent. Yeah, I think it might, ben- might have been Villa. It might have been Fulham. I'm not sure. Uh, Sunderland would have been the other one Bent played for. Bent's played for loads of clubs, hasn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he, de- he definitely was against Darren Bent, I remember it. Let's go to League Two because Northampton Town have won the league with four games to spare. Very, very yeah. impressive. Dagenham and Redbridge, sadly, they've been relegated out of the Football League. Yeah. Which is not good to see. Do you remember um, my. Um, I tried to bring it. You guys, it didn't work because you guys weren't interested, and that's fair enough. But yeah. I tried to bring a trope to the ramble that Portsmouth always concede goals in the last 15 minutes of games. <laughs> By what? trope, do you mean fact? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you got it wrong, though, because they didn't concede one in the last few minutes, did they? Conceded two. <laughs> <laughs> one up on in the 84th oh. minute at home to Plymouth or one place above them and it Lovely. was a it was a it was a Muth derby it was it's a dockyard <laughs> the famously the dockyard derby no one it's, cares yeah exactly. Sky Sports gave it that title I think that was like that friendly cup thing between Norwich and Sunderland what was that about did you see that I didn't see that I didn't no. see that oh, it was strange they were going on about some sort of friendly cup or something. We, we did get speaking of Norwich we did get a tweet um, over the weekend saying like oh I'm an American uh, football fan I've only just started watching football why are all Norwich fans so old <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it was like he, he thought there would be like an explanation for it. No, he probably, he's probably um, looking at the footage cut into Delia Smith and her husband. Maybe, yeah. yeah. They're not so that they, old. No, but they seem to have prominence, don't they? And they're, they're older than the average football fan. I and bet De- that's why that is. Delia Smith will be 70 now, I reckon. Is she yeah. really? I think yeah. so, yeah. I'd say so. Oh, right. That, I don't know if that's what he meant. He just said he, just said he had noticed it well, as an observation. He thought there would be an explanation. He's like, oh, yeah, Norwich, they're well known for their old fans. <laughs> I don't right. know. I didn't realise she was that. Well, clearly, it's all about the diet, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about British football after this. Louis Van Gogh, you got management master, the king amongst men, you big bald bastard. 
Uh, don't forget the uh, preview show sponsored by Bet365 in your ears this Friday morning. It, uh, it promises to be a great one. And Pete didn't bother turning up for last week's one. What? And we did a Mitrovic, <laughs> we did a Mitrovic uh, tip yeah. to, to jinx him. And he didn't start. No, he didn't start the game, no, did he? didn't yeah. start the Is game. Is that what you were doing? Fixing it. <laughs> I had to uh, stay off because I was uh, covering someone's paternity leave. So have some respect for a lady giving birth, all right? Yeah, well, it's yeah. not me disrespecting <laughs> yeah. It was Luke. Mm. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> old old yeah. Massimo Cellino over there. <laughs> don't, don't bring me into what it. What have you got against the X chromosome? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's low Pig. by you. That's low. Yeah, oh, let's, let's move on to the Scottish Cup. Scenes at Hamden. Well, bo- quite boring scenes, really, in the first game. Hibbs versus Dundee United. The moment we say nil-nil. But it was all about Conrad Logan, the, the, the Irish keeper. His last professional game was in 2014 for Rochdale in League One. And he suffered a very bad injury and was le- released by his parent club, Leicester. And uh, apparently Hibbs' first choice keeper was suspended and Alan Stubbs got uh, Logan in on a short-term deal until May. So he only got him in for a few months. He was man of the match. Great performance, saved two penalties in the shootout. And it was quite nice because Stubbs... <laughs> That's what he came for. Yeah. Uh, Stubbs said uh, to, to that Logan, on the, on, on, as they walked off the pitch, he actually thanked Alan Stubbs. Mm. And Stubbs was like, no, I, I should be thanking yeah. you, mate. <laughs> Did you see Cummings' penalty in the first half? Oh, yeah. He's gone for the Penenko and it's got about three feet over the bar. Anything that makes you look stupid. No. (laughs) To be fair to Cummings, he did score in the shootout. The penalty shootout, but I mean, he, I think he might have taken the first penalty in the shootout as well. Yeah. But the, did he go for Penang? No, <laughs> so. Oh, weird. Yeah, that it. Yeah, I don't think so. Was <laughs> he on a swag wear? It was so bad. It was honestly such a bad penalty. It was just <laughs> bad. The only, way that could, the only way a Penenka could be worse is if the keeper just stands there and catches it. Yeah. You're doing, a pe- you're doing a Penenka in the Scottish football environment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not, it's not the World Cup, is it? Well, Come on. You've got to get Scottish people. You're at Hamden oh, Park, mate. Yeah. Actually, though, I think great rather, tradition. Than the, rather than the keeper catching it, Luke Sexist. Keeper doing. Stop it. <laughs> the Sorry, gym. Jim, I think we'd all like to hear more from Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Jim. I won't get back in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> You've never been in my kitchen. You haven't. I have. We started in the Jim. old kitchen. Oh, yeah. True, yeah. Um, Don't listen to his. Yeah. What uh, I was going to say is, I think the only way that it could be more embarrassing with a Penenka penalty is if the goalkeeper Scorpion kicked it away. Yeah. That'd be great. I'd, I'd love like to, to see, see that. that. I think that would be probably <laughs> impossible to execute. Um, that would be a different class. Hibs. I, I think Hibs have been in ten Scottish Cup finals since they last won it. Right, so they won it last in 1902. 1902, yeah, and they've been in 10 finals since and not won it. 1902 mm. was the last time Hibbs won the Scottish Cup. Wow, that is incredible! That's amazing, isn't it? Are you pulling mm. from this time round. Um, well, uh, they, they've been in two finals recently and they were soundly beaten by Celtic and the Magnificence, of course. Yeah, but they will be facing neither of those sides because Rangers sensationally beat Celtic. It was unbelievable. Yeah. What yeah. a scalp! Because they, didn't they play? I think they played recently. Uh, in, was in there the a Scottish rivalry Cup. between them or something? A little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then some history. Okay. Uh, I think. Um, I think, if my memory serves me correctly, it was it last year or the year before last or something? Rangers played Celtic in the cup, and it was like, oh, you know, it was an absolutely Celt- terrible game. Yeah, and Celtic, I think, yeah. brushed them aside, did they? It was. It was. I tell you what, I do remember from it. It was like a pub game. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> well, here Rangers led twice, and then obviously won on penalties. I mean. So it's an all-championship final. It is. I know Rangers have been promoted, possibly, but technically still a championship. That may be for the first time ever, actually, yeah. just off the top I mean, of my head. That, that, is, that, a, is, that is quite something. As you say, yeah, that, that's a huge, huge scalp for them, because obviously, especially if they go on to win the Cup, because then they're back in the SPL, yeah. they've, they've, they've claimed that scalp already, and then it's you know, just as we left off, rivalry yeah. immense. Yeah, that's right. Scottish yeah. Premiership now, Jim, not the SPL anymore, mate. Mm, that's true. Let's have a bit of respect for Scottish football. And branding in general. Like I have for all women. 
<laughs> all women, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, affirmative action, eh? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. can do anything they want and they find me you. Yeah. Mm. But and, was... Andre Felipe Ribeiro de Souza. Oh, yeah. There's another Andre. That's right. Plays for the Brazilian national team, apparently. Mm. Uh, what about Andre Maron? What do you think about and his mum? What do you think about his <laughs> sisters? And his... Stop this. Even I'm saying stop this. Yeah, even Peter is. Yeah. When Pete says stop this, you've yeah. got to stop. Yeah, so it was a, it was a good win for Rangers. Pete Nor means Pete Nor. Against Hibs in the Scottish Cup, we, we all look forward uh, to that one. Uh, let's go to Nigeria. Uh, former Spurs, We talked about this in, in, in the live show. Um, the former Spurs manager Harry Redknapp is wanted by Nigeria to be their next manager, according to reports and an email. <laughs> <laughs> I may have made that last bit up. Uh, Nigeria failed to qualify for the Africa Cup of Nations uh, and are not in good shakes, quite frankly. Uh, Sports Minister Solomon Dalung said, Nigerians cannot accept any reason for failure from anybody. Well, and Redknapp will certainly not um, take the blame for any uh, defeat if he indeed he goes there. <laughs> After this abysmal performance, it's important we return to the drawing board to plan for the future of football in Nigeria. And Redknapp is a man for the future. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't actually agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, old Redders, it would, it would actually be quite a nice. world tour of international yeah. management. Mm. Sven's done it, all the best ones. Who's, yeah. the, who's the. Oh, it's Avram Grant who's managing Ghana, but is spending no time in Ghana. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah. Nigeria think they could go on the same route with Gary Redman. Harry Redman will never even visit Nigeria. He'll <laughs> <laughs> only manage away games. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know. It's <laughs> friendlies it's, in Europe. It's a, sim- yeah. it's a similar thing to, to Avram Grant's situation. <laughs> Can you get Ghana. down a cottage? Can you get down a Craven cottage? <laughs> well, m- most of the players won't be based there. So no, you know, can't just have just jollies washing yeah. them around Europe. But they, Jim, you got qualifiers. The qualifiers happened in the country. I, I know that. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> Remember who we're talking about. All, right? we're, all we're saying is that if Redknapp is going to get anywhere that, near that job, the Nigerian Football Federation are going to have to make some concessions. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even going to want to go watch any of the players play in Europe. He'll just be like, got in the five star hotels they stay in. That's right. <laughs> Shout out to Get my mate. Jamie to show him YouTube. <laughs> Shout out to my mate Blair, who, uh, who said he reported that um, his manager saw Harry Redknapp up in Derby a while back. Oh, yeah. And um, he was uh, apparently <laughs> living at the golf club. <laughs> Lovely. He's living at a golf club. Uh, the scene is so typically Redknapp. Yeah, yeah. I love this story. Was um, was uh, dictating texts um, through Siri. <laughs> I was sitting there with his feet up, getting people bringing him like I don't know pina coladas or whatever, bringing him drinks over and stuff. Like, he's, he's, living, he's, living, he's living at the yeah, little Lima doing it. He's living yeah. at the golf club. So that guy's got gout tipped on, isn't he? Really, it's in the post. Uh, you're not a medical professional, Peter. What's probably what's wrong with his legs? Gout. Gout. <laughs> How do you know he's got something wrong? With, he's got a budgy knee. He's, That's not yeah. knees. Gout's knees the, are in your legs. Gout's yeah. the toe, though. Gout's the toe. <laughs> no, famously. no, no gout not famously. All of it. Is it all of it? <laughs> all I remember... Women, doctors, who are you going to disrespect next? It's the joints, yeah. apparently. I'm being told it's the joints. Um, <laughs> I was telling you this. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say was, I remember Graham Souness famously getting gout and he mm. cut a big hole in his trainer, didn't he? His white, I remember his white socks sticking out the end of his trainer when he was a Liverpool manager. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gout. Old, oh, old Suey. How do you get gout in, in the modern too much, era? Too much for the good life, isn't it? It's just dehydration. You just need to keep hydrated. That's why alcohol's uh, linked to it. Boot up a little crystals in the bloodstream, isn't it? Which, mm. affa- which affects the... Uh, I thought it was the toe, but apparently it's all too good Too much of the good life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. I've got gout! <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't really. Um, I'm just overweight. Uh, what have we got here? Um, well, I want to make sure that everyone who sends a highlight in the week this week's going to get read out. So uh, that's not true. We've only got four. Uh, Zach, <laughs> Zach Forrester, um, or shall we call him for the sake of this show, Andre Forrester, yes. <laughs> says, uh, my heart of the week was leading a chant. Uh, this is a weird one, actually. You guys <laughs> Why is this in here? You guys want to explain this. <laughs> leading a chant for the first time at our club's first friendly of pre-season. 
Um, so presumably he's not in the UK. Uh, as we scored 30 seconds into the second half, and the guy who usually leads the songs wasn't back from drinking Jameson's in his car. <laughs> he went back to his car to drink Jameson's. No, 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 what it no, no. says. What oh, it says. Oh, oh. Wow. Pete, uh, Pete, you're probably best best, comment, best place to comment on this. What, car bar? <laughs> Pete's, car, Pete's famous car bar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's no passenger seat. seat. Just a little <laughs> bar. Just a little. You haven't passed your test, have you? So you no. Turn your car into a bar. Because I insisted on my driving instructor holding a bottle of Bailey's. Yeah, you can just hold this optic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, uh, Andre Forrester. Andre Irwin's been in touch saying, uh, big shop update. Give his proper name. James Irwin. Thank you. But his friends call him Andre. Yeah. Big shop update. During a pretty major sweep of the aisles yesterday, I decided to take up my local supermarket's offer of a cheap 10-kilogram kettlebell. Oh. <laughs> On my walk home, carrying the weight in my free hand, I passed the car, stopped at traffic lights, heard knocking at the window, and turned to see three middle-aged women in the car doing their very best bicep curls and encouraging me to do the same. <laughs> <laughs> Still got it. Is, is Not really tip? a big shop tip, just a weird brag. Buy a kettlebell. Yeah. 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 Buy a kettlebell. Ladies. Is the tip. Impress um, middle-aged It's not ladies. officially endorsed by the football round, well, that's a big shop tip. <laughs> no. uh, Andre Walsh says... Um, name as well. David Walsh. Definitely... <laughs> Preston versus MK Dons with an outfield player Alex Ravel uh, a striker going and go after their keeper conceded a pen and got a red card yeah. he saved the penalty with a great dive low to his left apparently as we touched on earlier uh, according to Andre Walsh he says he's the first to do it since Niall Quinn about 20 years ago oh, ah. Niall Quinn did it last Andre Quinn um, <laughs> and this is a great one have you guys have seen this it's been doing the rounds on the internet but I thought it was too good to leave off uh, yeah. uh, the person who sent it into us first so he gets to mention mm. is a guy called Andre um, and he <laughs> Alex Denver, who says, uh, my highlight is Ray Wilkins on TalkSport regarding whether Newcastle should have given Benitez the job. There's lots of young British coaches who would give their right arm for that job. Well, not literally. Apologies if I offended anyone with that comment. I love the idea of like a 50s man just being overwhelmed by what's politically yeah. what is it just going really? I'm gonna, I know what I'm going to be safe here I'm yeah. going to play it safe Dave Whelan uh, sitting at home going oh that's ridiculous yeah, yeah I'll chop my own arm off <laughs> yeah so, and he goes on to use the coloured word in the next sentence I'll rare for crying out loud good old Wilco you've got a lot yeah. to take on if you're an older man that's <laughs> lovely like, yeah. no, we done. I, I love the idea that he thinks there's someone out there who once gave away literally one of their own arms for a job <laughs> it's just a saying, Ray. Yeah, Good lord. It's just a saying, Andre Wilkins. There yeah. we are. Mm. I'm done. That's we done. Yeah, I've uh, got a highlight. Okay. Uh, it was uh, it was Sean Dyche after the Burnley game where he was uh, basically pointing, I think, to the bench, to the fans, to everyone, to his own jaw, going strong jaw, strong <laughs> jaw, just to show that you know Burnley can mix it up and they've got what it takes. I, I love it. I think someone just punched him and he yeah. didn't flinch and he was like, well, yeah, he, he wouldn't. That's such a strong jaw. Sean Dyche is like, <laughs> is like um, a bit of an underrated sort of new new sort of new age David Brent type character, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. The little oh, box, the little box he... beard and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, what he says though, he's, he, well, he's like... pointing to his own face. Shout Shouting strong jaw, <laughs> strong jaw, strong jaw after a game. That's pretty grunty. <laughs> That's the actions of a man who belongs on the fringes of our society. Yeah. That's not, not as bad as Cammy. Chris no. Kamara's very, very Brent thing it's that true, did the rounds. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You know I don't drink. That one. Oh, Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, God. God. <laughs> That's great. That's that was beautiful. You can't, the thing is, you find it's very hard to, to hate on Chris Kamara. Oh, of he's, a, he's a very enthusiastic man. Yeah, he's I've an got, infectious man. I've got a highlight. It was nice to see uh, Totti scoring for Roma. Mm. Yeah, he got the equaliser. Yeah, three all. Away to Atalanta, I is think. He, is he now officially considering coming out of international retirement? <laughs> I, well, it's, the, the Euros are near. Exactly. Uh, Pete, do we have any emails? Uh, we do. Uh, my highlight week, by the way, is uh, Sean Davies, uh, Rambo fan that was going to see the Rumble on uh, well tomorrow I guess yeah. or today as you're listening to this 
see us live in London, but oh, he, broke, he broke both of his ankles. Oh, yeah, and he, he sent a picture. It was horrible. It looked so like he had a lot of... That the, was um, your highlight. Sean Davies, get well soon. It wasn't his highlight, was it? No. <laughs> Unless he's had a very bad week. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other days. This is the best thing that happened to me. <laughs> uh, right, I've got, some, uh, I've got some emails. Yeah, Bump a week for, uh, you know, celebrity spots and all that stuff. Ah, oh, uh, here we go. Hello to a man by the name of uh, Yogurt. He's just called himself Yogurt. Andre I'm Yogurt. Se- Andre Yogurt. <laughs> uh, I'm 70 from Ireland, a huge football fan. For the past month, my father has been trying the best to get him, my brother, and himself three tickets for Ireland versus Italy at Euro 2016. He's taken me to the Aviva three times before, and we're all huge football fans. After a month of trying, last Thursday, he managed to get us the tickets, and we are all buzzing. I was Yay. hoping, could you give him a thanks? Uh, we're both massive fans. So, uh, well I, I think his name's oh. Ken. Well Ken? Oh. I think his name might be Ken. I've lost the email now. Well done, but Andre. if you are going to finish your email saying yours faithfully, Yogurt, that's what I'm going to put into the uh, roundup. I've got another. Uh, Speaking of that, I've got a feel-good story. Um, my my sister's best friend's son was mascot at the Chelsea Man City game. Oh, okay. And uh, they dish, I think they dish you out a ticket or two um, to, to go along mm. so you can watch your son lead, lead the team out. And he came out with Ivanovic. And, but there was a couple of people who wanted to go as well and couldn't go because there weren't enough tickets. And Bakary Sanya gave him two tickets. Oh, oh, lovely. Man City player gave the Chelsea fans two tickets. That's Very nice of him to do so, yeah. But I thought that should go, get a mint. Mm. Good eggs, yeah. Come on, watchers, hammer you. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch this. Oh, thanks very much for the tickets. You won't be saying that. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. Sergio <laughs> Grove just doing the odd. I'm watching you. <laughs> these are for you. All yeah. of these are for you. <laughs> um, Adam Pedley says, uh, "Great show as always." We don't usually uh, read that about, but I have. So uh, <laughs> it's not even true, it. is it? No, it really isn't. Uh, two glaring errors. Uh-oh. You know, he's given us the sweet stuff and then the, uh, the, 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 the knockout punch. Toby Ansis never presented Blue Peter. Don't confuse the millennials out there. Uh, two, Allardyce has been relegated as a manager. Notts County in 1997. He did, he did smash it the next year, become the first post-war side to achieve promotion by March. The whole football world seems, seems to have forgotten that he was and, and previously rele- relegated. And Allardyce has forgotten that. Yeah. Well... So now we know. I'm so. less bothered about the other thing. I'm absolutely convinced Anst is presented Blue Peter. <laughs> I'm just Wikipedia in it now. I don't know. Didn't, no, did, Anst didn't do no, Wikipedia. He was, he was in the broom cupboard. cupboard, wasn't he? With Wilson the butler and Ed the duck. Yeah, that's yeah. how t- kids' TV used to be over here. It would oh, just be men in broom cupboards with animals. He hosted the Ozone. Right. That's what the I'm very yeah, yes, That's what I'm talking Jamie Theakston did. Mm. Uh, we've got one from uh, Mark from Australia. Uh, I'm literally doing every email we've received this yeah, week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and you'll say that when this one finishes. Has, uh, he, hello, seen, has he seen Crocodile Dundee? Hello, guys. <laughs> I've taken the trouble to register an account to let you know that I've listened to your podcast every week and twice a week recently for four years or so. However, I'm now giving up on it. I enjoy when people take the piss out of my club, Chelsea, because football is meant to be a laugh. But there's a difference between taking the piss and actively gloating about relegation and comments about what a loathsome club it is. You've given me a lot of laughs over the last four years, but I'm too... Too angry with you now to take any further pleasure from it. If someone gives me a hard time at the pub, my usual tactic is to finish my drink, then find another bar, rather than start a fight. Does that o- the two options. Does, yeah. that <laughs> two options. Does that often in, happen to in him? Aus- in Australia it is, maybe. I don't know. Does that often happen to him? Uh, in this case, I won't finish the metaphorical drink. Just unsubscribe from the podcast, then cancel the account with your website that I set up to send this email. Good luck for your future. I mean... Oh, thank you. We don't provide yeah, email bit, accounts. A bit passive-aggressive at the end bit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, so What's fair play. Uh, his name's Mark, and uh, from the uh, from the email address that he set up with the website that we don't we don't, yeah, you don't need website. to do that. We That's don't. Provi- thing, I mean, yeah. does he not have an email? Any emails are available to anyone. Anyway, Mark, yeah. thank you for your. Uh, what what I would say. Well, he's not going to hear this. If, is he, if so. Mark doesn't <laughs> see the funny side of the Premier League champions flirting with relegation, <laughs> he's got no hope. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's a Chelsea he fan, be- and he's been listening to us for four years. <laughs> I would worry for his sanity. He must find himself in a lot of accidental pub crawls. <laughs> um, the only comment <laughs> I've got <laughs> <to> <laughs> <my> <laughs> is, 
<laughs> it's nice to hear a, uh, nice to hear from from a listener. And you know, thanks very much for your feedback. Yeah. Um, can we be mates? <laughs> right. Okay. He's Mark, a friend of the ramble. He, Should we make him? Yeah, he's a friend, friend, friend of the ramble. Friend of the ramble, Mark. Mark from Australia. Friend of the ramble. Right. Yeah. Here's some uh, here's some uh, seeing celebrities in, in weird places. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom saw Alan Kerbyshire staring at a photograph of himself for ages in a canteen. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Didn't happen. Hard- Didn't happen. Hardeep did. What do you mean? Didn't happen. What do you mean? That cannot have happened. What do you mean? Staring at a photo of himself. He was. He, he basically, did, um, the, the long email. It was just he works at a place near the Premier League Productions, and he went. To the, they share a cafe with the Premier League. If that happened, someone needs to stage an intervention for Alan Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle the emailer. I'm just worried about Alan Kirby. Apparently, he turned around and smiled. Did he? Knowingly. What the photo? Was he smiled? looking at the photo? <laughs> was he looking at the photo to check out a smile? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe, maybe. And when, they, when they looked closer, he had torn a hole in the mouth and put his tongue through it. <laughs> <laughs> is there some sort of Dorian Gray situation yeah. going on? Yeah, maybe. 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 Um, literary reference marker. Yeah, Thank you very much. Beautiful. Yeah. Not an Oasis lyric. Hardeep did a wee next to Zidane and asked him for a photograph while he was mid-floor. That's a marker story. Say that again. You, you, oh no, yeah, sorry, I've, I've conflated two stories. You met us down. You're very suspicious funny. of our listeners. Hang on, what was Mark it? Went mad. Say that one again, <laughs> Pete, sorry. You can't trust them. Hardeep yes. did a wee next to Zidane and asked him for a photograph while he was urinating. What, surely, surely in a toilet? I yeah, so. he, he wasn't weighing in the weird deeply inappropriate. He wasn't weighing off the top <laughs> tier. <laughs> <laughs> Have a bit of this then. He, he, was, he, he was, hang on. That's is he he nearly pissed jousted with Zidane. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Well the, the That's pro- very brave. Well the longer story is that ah. he didn't need a wee, but he thought I'll just right. stand next to him, so I said I've done a wee, but he was just not even weeing because he didn't need one. Ah, stage frightening Zidane. Yeah. Uh, Darren in uh, Riyadh uh, met Rene Hagita. Ah. He was he was so drunk all he could say was Rene, Rene, big fan scorpion kick. Uh, to which he replied <laughs> no English with a handshake and walked off. Uh, <laughs> I imagine Rene Hagita gets that an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to re- meet no old English. Rene. Mm. Yeah. No English. I, I imagine Rene Higita as not a day's gone past we hadn't regretted doing that. Actually, <laughs> if I met Rene Higita, I'd think to myself, what circumstances have led me to the same Why place that here? you're in? Yeah. Yeah. Something's gone wrong in I my could life. I be in trouble here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I, Scorpion's just getting angry with them. None, 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 none of these have uh, beaten Pele and Rick, Rick Winsworth yet. No, no. no. Uh, Andre, the, Andre, the bartender, uh, saw, saw Prince buying jazz CDs and the goddess that is Tatiana Ali. She drinks the excellent Shimmer Blue Beer or Chime Blue Beer, which I haven't personally <laughs> tried, but Andre says very good. Uh, we've got uh, Sam Dungan. He saw Robbie Musto in America. He says he looks very English. No offence. Well, um, some offence. Yeah. He's yeah. on ESPN some out offense. there, I think. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ollie Smith says, on a shopping trip to Manchester, I literally bumped into Alvaro Negredo in the children's section of Zara. Neither of us were accompanied by anyone, and he was on crutches. After apologising, uh, there was an odd silence before he declared, I have children. <laughs> 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 oh, he's protesting too much. Yeah. Yeah. Amazed, I went and... <laughs> and there's a, little, there's a little nude chimpanzee running around. Right? It's a child, just a hairy child. <laughs> amazed, amazed, I went and found my sister at HMV and told her of this uh, unusual happening. While doing so, Jack Rodwell walked past holding a James Bond box set of DVDs. Incredible. But none, none of this could have prepared me for what happened next. After moving on to Costco, we were previously at the Trafford Centre adjacent to it, I was sat in the in-store cafe when Yaya Torre was sat on the next table uh, to me with his three sons, all of whom were in Barcelona shirts with Toure printed on the back. Was Unbelievable, Jeff. He's in tears beating a birthday cake <laughs> in his fist. <laughs> yeah. and it, it He's all looking at a picture it, of a birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, smiling. It all occurred on the same day. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't really believe it, to be honest, but I, I, I do sort of think there's enough, uh, there's enough detail in there t- for it to be true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Finally, for now, 
Finally for now, Martin Nash from London. I was on holiday a few years back in Portugal at a seafront bar when a car pulled up. Out came an elderly gentleman on crutches with what can only be described as a harem of ladies. He took up his uh, favourite seat at the bar, pulled out his own bottle of famous grouse, at which point the bar staff immediately produced a glass with ice and plunked it down in front of him. Peter Reid. At this point, I realised it was none other than Eusebio. Oh, That's not bad, is it? Yeah. And he's he's provided a picture, so evidence uh, attached, and he says uh, uh, his favourite club in England was Manchester United and his best opponent he ever played against was Bobby Charlton and uh, he was an absolute gent and it was a few months uh, before he, he yeah. died sadly yeah. oh, late go. great do you remember that lovely story about Eusebio yeah. that a uh, friend of the Ramble Rupert Fryer told us once well he, he, a friend of his is uh, I can't remember the, the, the guy's name but he's he's like really unlucky he's always the butt of the joke mm. and he, yeah, could be Kevin. Is, is he called Andre? <laughs> He's called Andre Keegan, okay. and, uh, <clears throat> and 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 really unlucky. A lot of bad luck, and if if uh, if anything goes wrong to anyone in the group, it's always him and blah blah blah, blah yeah. like that. And he was waiting. I think it was maybe a Portugal England friendly at Wembley, something like that. And Eusebio was there, and people getting autographs from the great man. And he was signing loads of them. And he came to Rupert's mate, and Rupert's mate, went, "Can I have an autograph?" And Eusebio just went, "No." Nice. Worked off by an absolute legend. Absolutely yeah. super. Uh, there was a celeb spot at my uh, at my church today. Okay. I actually didn't see him, but but a couple of people did. Big pards. Pardry. Pardry. Alan Pardew popped in. in yeah. Popping in, down to dish out some advice to God. No <laughs> yeah. In the VIP of the VIPs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus is at this one as well, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's 2,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you old so-and-so. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Shut your choir. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim. Yeah, have do, you a, want a, do you want a website? I'd roundup? love one, Jim. I'd love okay, one. so on thefootballramble.com this week, Kelly opens with bad news for body art fans everywhere as Alberto Moreno celebrates his upturning form with a baffling tattoo before exclusively revealing West Ham's 2016-17 away kit. She also offers proof of Jurgen Klopp's nefarious infiltration of Dortmund's training session and draws some interesting conclusions regarding access to the vanity unit in Real Madrid's dressing room. You can follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells and she is categorically not a vanity unit. Her words, not those of the <laughs> Sexist Luke Moore. <laughs> Stop it. Stop, Stop it. it. Any more for any more? I think we're good. All right, let's then. get out of here. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com or on Twitter at footballramble. You know the coup. Check out Full Four Tunes, guys. YouTube.com forward slash Full Tunes or YouTube.com forward slash Football Ramble. Do all these yeah. things. Oh, and on Instagram, we are forward slash The Football Ramble. Not yeah. Football Ramble, The Football Ramble. There's, video, yeah. there's little videos of us uh, after the show. Our, on Instagram. our Instagram is excellent. It's much better than this. It is. Yeah, yeah on, on Twitter and Instagram, there's often a, a little vid. Uh, after after we record the show, so and uh, Sam Sam did a great video of uh, uh, our, our trip to Newcastle. Yes, yep. we'll have one for Birmingham as well. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Beautiful, lovely. We're, old we're checking out the visual element of our oeuvre. Excellent. Say goodbye, Andre. Uh, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> say goodbye, Luke. I want to be Andre. All as well. right. Say goodbye, Andre. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Andre. Goodbye, Andre. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me, Andre. 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 <laughs>